Hello, hello. Hello, episode three. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How's the bump? Bump is growing. I am slowly morphing into the Christmas pudding. <laughs> yes, yeah, that time of year, isn't it? Just in time for Christmas. Have you had a Christmas pudding yet or a mince pie? I have had a mince pie. Maybe, maybe more than one. <laughs> ah, you have a good excuse. <laughs> yeah, I'm eating for two. <laughs> eating for two. Shall we get started? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Hi, I'm Hannah. And I'm Hayley. We are your wedding planning experts. Here to spill the tea on the inside of wedding planning and everything that goes with it. Expect our honest opinions, the real juice on what happens on a wedding day. With a few tips thrown in between. And also just a chat between friends. And of course, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And And let's let's get get you wed! Happy Thursday. Yes. Hope everybody's well. How are you? How's your week been? It's been good. It's been busy. So I've started doing, like, I do these installations for people's doors for Christmas. But there's a lady I do, she has it changed every season. Mm-hmm. So I had to change it up for Christmas this time. <laughs> ready. Which is quite early, I suppose. But then I don't know, because yeah. I've seen people putting their trees up on Instagram Ridiculous. already. It's um, too early. It's too early too for early. me. I mean, my tree's not going up this year because I'm going away. Oh. <laughs> and I'm quite happy about that to, like, to do it, if I'm honest. It is annoying getting it all down from the loft it and everything. It is. I just feel like it's a chore. We always have an argument over the branches and the lights and where they go. Yeah. I just feel like I'm really zoned out from Christmas this year. I think it's because oh. I'm so focused on the wedding and just kind of getting to next year. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, I can't be bothered with it. I honestly feel like feel like this is a very like controversial statement to make but christmas should be every other year every year is just oh too God. much it's your middle name grinch <laughs> <laughs> oh, see i I'm love christmas for that. i do i do love it but i do like I, it but i just think it's a lot it's, it's like it takes up. up like two months of the, yeah. of the year every year I know Maybe more. it does, and to be fair, I always find like the build up's amazing, and everyone's really excited and really festive. And then you have like the day, and the day, let's not lie here, is a bit depressing sometimes. Shit. You eat, and then you're like, oh, I'm tired, I'm gonna sleep, and then everyone's yeah. like a bit miserable. And it's like, yeah. oh, you know, well, I'm gonna watch these tenders. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All this is on the TV guide. Wow. Me and, me and Martin had this exact conversation yesterday where he and he said the same thing. It's it's all about the build up. Like yeah, it the is. Christmas pies totally. and the Christmas markets and the mince pies and you know, all like, you know, everyone's just in a good mood. And then when it comes to it and literally the next day it's over. Well, I think Boxing Day. I always quite like Boxing Day. Yeah, I, I don't mind nice Boxing day. day. We normally do a lot with my family on Boxing Day. We have like a used to be like a bit of a party vibe on Boxing yeah, Day. But we used to do that. Yeah. <laughs> slowly tamed over the years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but yeah, just been, been doing the Christmas installations and no, I... uh, getting all my, well, more stock for my reef classes. So I think I've got a problem. I keep buying too much, but I, I have to get... Um, <laughs> like to go <laughs> I have to get... So I, my mum always makes, hand makes the mince pies for my, my workshop. So she's, no. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she's a raisin baker. Shout out to yes. my mum. But I have to buy the mulled wine. And honestly, because I'm pregnant and I'm walking into like Tesco's and I'm buying like 20 bottles of mulled wine. <laughs> and some woman was like, oh, you like Christmas? And I was like, oh my God, I must look like I've got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I have I a mulled wine addiction. Yeah. That's your craving, mulled wine. Yeah. I mean, can't I'm... help it. It's what the baby wants. Do you know what? M&S do a, a 0% alcohol mulled wine. They do. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't drink. Yeah, you so don't. I'll be getting that this year. Yeah, I would be so if I wasn't lovely. pregnant. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I do, feel, I do feel like fair play to these people, though, that go to these lovely wreath classes and have their doors decorated and stuff. Because I do think it's nice. Like, this lady that regularly has her door done must just go to her house and be like, yeah, my, my door looks good. It does. And, and <laughs> I always get, when I'm out there changing it, the neighbours always go, oh, I love seeing you come, see what you're going to do uh... next. She'd be like, here's my card. Yeah, I do. do. I'm like, oh, I just, uh, one moment, I'll just give my card out. (laughs) Here it is. I'll just do yours next if you want. It's like when the window cleaner comes around, do you want yours doing? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But but yeah, so getting in, I mean, I know we spoke about Christmas last time, but it's it's just everywhere, so we can't avoid it, so. We can't. Especially as a florist, it's it's just the next big thing. Yes, yeah, it's not as bad for me. So I, I mean, I have still got two, Chris, three Christmas weddings. I've got one next weekend. I've got two the first weekend of December. It's probably one of my busiest weekends of the year. So I've got back-to-back weddings and it's in December. Though, oh. what the hell? And then for me, it's, I always freelance over Christmas. So doing the big Christmas parties, yeah. like five, six, seven, up to like a thousand people. Do you enjoy doing the Christmas parties? Yeah, I do. But there's so there's pros and cons, right? <laughs> so it is really fun. Everyone's in a really good mood. But honestly, when you're doing the catering side, nobody cares about the food. They just want to get rat ass. Yeah. So by like the main course, like people are just already drunk. By the time you try to serve dessert, like people are just up in their seats. And I've got waiting staff coming back to me like, Hannah, we can't even like get to the tables. And I'm like, just put it on the table. <laughs> just put it down. <laughs> well, you got to do like a thousand covers. Like, there's just a wow. lot, a lot going on. Like, you've got like ten event managers, like so many staff, and we're all like in this kitchen trying to like get these desserts out. And people just aren't bothered. They just want to get pissed and have a dance. They're like, where's the free wine? Yeah. The table. Oh, and anything they can kick off about to oh. get some free booze, and you're just like, oh. Here we go again. But no, the atmosphere is always good. And yeah, it is is enjoyable. And I just like being involved in like, that's why I freelance because I have to have that like team vibe as well. Whereas, you know, when you're self-employed and when I'm doing my planning, I'm at at home on my own. Party for one, mince pie, no percent alcohol mold. Yeah. (laughs) So that's why I love freelancing. And I like doing Christmas because just everyone's there and you just get to work with fabulous people and yeah yeah love it like the vibe. christmas is in full swing it is indeed. So what else you been up to any anything else good i mean i had to sort out my maternity allowance which is oh yeah my i saw God. you saying you know about what? this it sounds like a ball like it really is and fair play to all those self-employed mums to be because <laughs> you know <laughs> it's it's actually really difficult they make it quite hard for you to mm. apply they, they just make everything really confusing even though actually if you take it back it's not but yeah so I've been trying to sort that out I think I've got there (laughs) but it's just unnecessary stress so yeah and then I've just been asking people on like the wedding network sort of help me (laughs) has anyone been here before (laughs) I was like the women who've come before me please help (laughs) just strap the baby to your back and crack on doing flowers this is the thing self-employed well (laughs) it's so hard though because people don't realize that floristry is such a physical job it really is. Like I said before, they see the end product, but there's a lot yeah. that goes in. The hours you're standing on your feet, bending down, lifting things. It's a lot of heavy lifting when you're when you're yeah. shifting stuff for weddings and things. Like it is heavy, and especially you know after you've had a baby. But yeah, otherwise my week has been good. Oh, good. <laughs> Just Lovely. the uh, you know moaning about the uh, HMRC. But you yeah, know. you know, HMRC, <laughs> How, Christmas. Has, yeah. How has your week been? How were the wedding well, awards? 
Oh, well, yeah, I was going to say, I've got to touch on the wedding awards, haven't I? I didn't win. It is what it is. An absolute <laughs> Do you know what? size. I always think, like, I'm I'm just so split about it. Because obviously, yeah, I was gutted on the night. I feel like things like that I personally do need. And I think a lot of people need. You need that kind of, like, reassurance that you're good at what you do. And obviously, it's all done on what your couple's writing about you. How many reviews? So you're straight away, like, thinking in your head, have they got, like, more couples than me? Or have they got their couple saying better things? It's so hard not to compare yourself literally it's so hard but then at the bottom line you have to look at it as when these awards companies you know they base it on a category yeah so they would put every wedding planner in a category whereas actually if you look at me and the lady that won who's lovely by the way she is a completely different person to me a completely different planner if you was going to hire her you're not going to hire me if you're going to hire me you're not going to hire her yeah you can't put you all into the same box no you really can't you know she does a lot of like venue management stuff so she probably gets a lot more votes because when you're doing venue management it's you know you're taking on a lot more people yeah whereas me i'm doing like five weddings a year full plan i only focus on those people i'm not getting as much yeah, it's, you know, so we're looking after, we're doing completely different things. So I suppose sometimes you have to step back and look at that. And the, the style of weddings we're doing are like completely different. So I suppose it's hard, but then I suppose for the awards industry, they can't do it on like three different categories of different wedding yeah. plans. You know, it'd be hard to do that. So there's part of me that was like, ah, you know, it is what it is. And there was part of me that was like, I'm the worst wedding planner ever. Which I is... think it's, it's such an achievement just to get nominated anyway. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah, and just you know. to get, like, those votes. And, yeah. you know, you the the annoying thing is because the winners now with the regions will then go to national, so you don't actually get to see your feedback until January, oh, which is quite frustrating. That is So you have to wait. But, yeah, it's yeah, it, it's one of those things. I've won it. I won it last year, so I can't really no, I've been there, done it anyway. <laughs> I've been there, done it. <laughs> and I think you just have to remember it was funny though because that dad had a bit of a bad day if I'm honest so oh. I just don't think that helps your mood does it but then no. the next day I had like the best testimonial from one of my couples from a couple of months ago and you just you just got to focus on things like that haven't you yeah definitely I think we're all human yeah we all let these things get to us too much I so. know it's so easy for people to say oh, don't worry about it don't compare yourself but unfortunately in this industry you are up against so many yeah. other suppliers doing the same thing it's you know it's hard not to and I think actually it's good to look at what other people are doing because you can kind of well you know I don't know what was I saying I don't know I don't know so yeah that was that was the awards it was good night the Kate and company I freelance with they were there as well they they got highly commended awards that was really good yeah it's just nice to get dressed up and go out although I just all awards at this time of year so they're either November or January which I just think is the worst time to get dressed up and go out I just don't want it oh it's so cold it's so miserable it's wet it's cold it's outside (laughs) I I don't want to be out I want to be at home on my sofa yeah yeah. I also had a feedback meeting with one of my couples who got married a couple of weeks ago I always do a feedback meeting when I've done a full plan with my couples and I always think it's interesting to go through that all the key suppliers you know what they thought of them because for me as a planner I think it's so important that I'm putting the right people forward to people so it's it's always good to find out what feedback they had which was all amazing from them I always ask what you would change, what your regrets are, just more out of interest. And it's quite interesting to see what the kind of things that I get back. And I suppose it's good for me to be able to advise people in future. And it's normally things along the lines of if they've not had a videographer, which I always encourage people yeah. to do, but they didn't, they're like, you're right, I should have done that. Yeah, that's or, one thing I would have changed. You know, 
Uh, what I would say is hers was quite personal, so I can't obviously go into it too much, but it was very, like, family-related. And I suppose one of the things I'd say is that, like, communication with your family is key. Like, get them, like, however much they're not involved, like, get them involved even in the last couple of weeks to be like, this is what's happening, this is what's going to happen, you know, this is who's walking me down the aisle, this is who's involved in this, this is who's doing the speeches, you know, because I feel like sometimes... Is that like lacking communication? And then people get the wrong idea... yeah, and we don't have these conversations. And also vice versa, like if you're a parent or you're a friend or you're a family member and you're a bit like, oh, well, I would like to have done that. Or I'd like to have been involved in that. Like communicate it, say. Yeah, tell because someone. Tell I, what I see a lot of is, is so many arguments that are post-wedding because they've seen something happen on the day and they're like, oh, actually, I don't like that. But they haven't, communi- they haven't no. thought about it or they haven't communicated it. I think you need to think as well about what, you want to see what you want to happen even though it's not your wedding and you know I'm a big believer in you shouldn't get too involved and it is about them yeah but just say you know I'd like to do this or yeah, like, you know, like if you, if you want me to if you're quite passionate or about it or you wanted to do like a reading or something like that for your friend yeah. or your, if you're a brother or sister you want to be a witness or something like that you're, I don't think there's any harm in just like voicing that and saying it because they can only say yeah. oh you know that you know thank you but we've already got that sorted it's yeah. not it's not no to offend you but I think yeah I, I do feel like the lacking communication with family around weddings and friends sometimes obviously friends yeah. the family we yeah. choose <laughs> um mm-hmm. it can that can cause them like biggest kind of rifts yeah. <laughs> if you like and I feel like you just don't want post-wedding issues no I think it massively overshadows because then when you're thinking about your wedding that's all you're thinking about yeah. is that argument or whatever happens get it all cleared so- up before yeah, get everything yeah. out if you get can. It all, get it all, <laughs> get out. it all out. So yeah, that that was... Uh, and then I've just been concentrating on... I've got a couple for next summer who are now focusing on getting their stationery all st- finished, like finished designs and stuff. So, you know, we'll get those sent out for them in January. So I always say to send out your invites four to six months before. People are like, do I not need to do it earlier? No, you've sent a save the date, it's fine. The only times that you might need to send out an invitation earlier is if you've got people traveling from abroad and they need a visa but you can you don't need to send out your official invitation you can just put something together you know yeah on an in an e-document or something (laughs) so yeah so that's exciting I think again you know they were a little bit like the first draft came they weren't a fan but I think they felt really bad to say that I'm like it's your wedding it's fine and actually I think it's really hard when with weddings because until you've seen like a first draft or something, you don't always know what it is that you want. I think we spoke about this before, where like you're not always 100% sure. And then you see something and you're like, oh, actually, that's not what I want. Or yeah, yeah that is what I want. So I think, I think that's really key. It's hard as well. Same with the uh, sort of with flowers, because obviously I will go and meet someone. We put together a mood board. Yeah. I will help them visualize it as much as they want. But the best thing they can do, or I would suggest, is if you are quite particular and you want something to look a certain way, have a trial bouquet or I can make, you know, we can make a mock-up so you can see actually what it will look like. Otherwise, you obviously... Sometimes people aren't sure. No, they're not. Or they think, oh, that's what I want. But actually, then they see it and they're like, oh, actually, that's not what I want. That's not what I want. But I suppose the stationery and things like that... It is kind of all the ideas in your head and you think they're going to work about actually seeing it on the paper or like, or, you know, in a draft. It's like, oh, actually, it doesn't quite (laughs) gel. Yeah. And do you know what? I get two very different couples. Some couples just don't even care. They're like, I'll happily send like a paperless (laughs) post invite. 
um yeah by the way i absolutely love it at the moment green envelope it's called oh. so you design your so you can either go and design your own invite on like canva or there's like loads of templates and you change all the information then you choose like the envelope color the color of the interior of the envelope oh, I love that. like the font you can have a little like wax melt or whatever oh i had so a wax melt all sent <laughs> love <that>. a wax melt <laughs> i love a wax melt so it's all sent on email so your family and friends will get an email and it's like the envelope on the back and then it turns over the envelope opens the invite comes out it oh. turns around it's so nice and you can add music that's what i love that's really nice yeah because i love paperless post they have some beautiful designs but green envelope do the music and i just think that's so cool that's and actually a really a cheap good alternative idea. way i was gonna say so much save cheaper. the environment and as well save the environment especially if you've got if you're doing a wedding where you've got guests that live in a different country yeah like 100 percent go down that route because it it's is expensive so sending out post uh, like obviously all the invites yeah. in the post like you're paying for all your stamps and sometimes if they're thick the envelope is thick what you yeah. sort of you forget about you have yeah. got to pay more so yeah actually obviously like still idea. go to a, a lovely professional stationer and get them to design this the, the invite because we don't want to forget the lovely stationers no, no. out there and put them out of a job no but yeah get them to design you know because you'll still need a stationer for all your on the day stationery yeah. so just say to them can i please also have a design for an for an e-invite an invite, yeah i just think they're brilliant that is Love a good it. idea. So I've yeah. not, I mean, just, <laughs> I think going back, they used to be quite sort of bog standard. Do you know what I mean? E-invite was yeah. just sort of like a bit meh. So you don't mm. really want to send one. <laughs> yeah. But now, yeah, like you say, if you can get someone that can design it for you and everything like that. Yeah, and nice. the mu- I just love the music. I, I feel like, like you can really set the tone for your day with the music. That's like, nice idea. Nice if you touch. have some really fun, it's like, you bring the party vibes. Yeah, come and know. join us. Get a great yeah. gift. Love it. Love it. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's just like, do you know what? We are going to talk today about budgeting because we said last week we would, we said the first episode, it was something that we need to talk about. So there you go. Those are tips straight away. (laughs) Now, what I would say is straight off, like like in my, one of the biggest things I've learned since having my business is that people hate talking about money. Yeah. And I've really learned that it doesn't matter how much money you've got, they still hate talking about money. And like, I see this so often and this is one of the biggest ways that people go wrong is that they don't have that conversation about the money and then they start booking things yeah. and then they're like, whoa. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't have any money shock. left. <laughs> oh yeah, like the shock of how much things cost. Do you um, ask your clients if they have a budget? Yes, yeah. and it's always really awkward. Yeah, they're same. always awkward about it. Yeah, always. It's, it's, and I think... It's not because we're asking because we're thinking, oh, you know, I'll put the price up then. It genuinely is you need to know a ballpark figure so that I know that when I'm sending you prices or you've given me ideas of what you want, I'm not going to, you know, shock you. No, (laughs) Um, exactly. And I think it's good to be open, but I I definitely think it's definitely in this country, I find, like like, British people... I do not want to speak about They do not want to talk money. about money. Yeah, and I just think that that awkward. is massively where people are going wrong. It's, it's, it's really not good. It's like, um, so this week, officially, I've booked my photographer Woo-hoo! and my videographer for my own wedding. I'm very excited. Yes. Um, but yeah, straight away, as soon as I went to my, vid- when I knew the price that my f- photographer was going to be, I knew how much I had left on my budget line from a videographer. Yeah. And I went to them and I said, look, this is how much I've got to spend. Let me know what you can do. You know, I'm not asking for a discount or anything. Just let me know if it means you'd 
going to do less hours or, yeah. or whatever it is that you do you know they have they do all different packages and, and whatever anyway so I'm like just put give offer me a package within that ballpark yeah range. so you've been honest you've told them your budget and then they will yeah. can work with you and if it's if your budget is lower than what they can offer you they can just be honest and tell you and you might you might be able to stretch or I think exactly. it's just good but to think- be clear yeah, because this is where people go wrong is they get the price, they see a lovely photographer and they don't say their budget and then they start speaking to them and then they see all these different packages and they think, oh, I want the top one with yeah. this, that and the other and then they end up buying into it because they want it and then this is where people become into problems with, with money and end up just spending ridiculously more than they wanted to spend. Yeah, like going above your means sort of thing. Yeah, sort of definitely. I think as well, and what a lot of people don't do, which is where you know, they, again, is an awkward situation, is having those conversations, A, with your partner, sitting down and discussing how much money you can actually afford. So I always say to people, work out, right, if you've got any savings at the moment, how much of that can you use towards your wedding? And then how much can you afford to physically save every month? How many months have you got left until your wedding? So type, so say you can save between your £500 a month, you've got a year left, there's times that by 12, right? Put that with what you've already got your savings. And then a big one is, and my, I'd say I had to have that conversation with my parents yeah. to say, you know, because they'll go, you know, my dad did this. Oh, yeah, I'll help you out. I'll help you out. Okay, that's great. Lovely. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. But how much are you going to help me out by? <laughs> and it's the Come worst figure, conversation <laughs> you'll ever have. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You need to have you do. a figure. I think you have to definitely sit down discussing what your budget is before you do anything. I think as well. Yeah. Say, so you get engaged and, oh, you know, I really want to get married within the year. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, realistically, speak with your partner. Like you say, combine all the funds that you're going to get. Speak with family. You know, if you've got family that have offered to contribute yeah. and work out whether you can afford it within that time or, you know, do a couple of years. Give yourself that extra time to save if you need to. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you need to to make it, you know, further in the future than yeah. you thought do it if if that's important to you I think it depends as well your priorities doesn't it because if you're like I just want to be married then you need to plan a wedding around what you can afford to yeah. just be married yeah, exactly. if you're like no I want an incredible wedding then yeah it depends on your what you what you want out of the day what you're it really what does. you envision your wedding being as well so like you say if it's like you want to go and you want an elopement and then maybe like yeah. a party with family and friends afterwards Obviously, that's going to cost a substantial amount less than it will do if you were to yeah. have the big wedding in a, you know, church yeah. followed by reception mm-hmm. in a, in, you know, <clears throat> a separate venue with everything. Yeah. Um, you've got, to, you've really got to see, think about what you want, and what you want, pop a 100%. budget together. <laughs> yeah, and we touched on this before, didn't we? But it's like. You, you you just have to it's it's so hard because when you've never planned a wedding before to even know where to start is is really really difficult yeah it's daunting it's sort of like i'm engaged well, how much how much how long's a piece of string <laughs> yeah. you know like yeah. how long how much you know i have people say to me all the time like well how much is a photographer well how long's a piece of string yeah. because it <clears> really depends and i think we again we touched that on that last episode but what i would say is you know from me my Hannah's rule of thumb is that the saying rule of thumb yeah that is that is yeah (laughs) rule of thumb (laughs) (laughs) always sit down get that budget in place before get that overall figure get that final cost this is how much we can afford take 50% of it and that's for your venue and your catering yeah that's that's quite generic 
Because like you said, Hayley, if you want to go and elope and then just do like, you know, a pizza van, you know, for an evening pie, you know, seven till 11, you know, and you know, then yeah, it's going to be different. But when I'm talking like a generic, you know, you're having a sit down meal, you're having some evening food, you're having drinks, you're having your ceremony. That's what I would 100% say. Now I've seen this go wrong so many times because back when I used to work with catering companies and stuff, I have seen it so many times. Now, what you what you get in the wedding industry is you either get like a packaged venue. So you'll go to the venue and you'll get everything. So you'll have your ceremony there. They'll package it all up. You yeah. get a sit down meal for 50 people. It's all in one. All in one, yeah. You get everything's in, you know, well, not everything, but pretty much is all included. Your food, your drink, your linen, your, your cutlery. Everything's in that price. And then you get a dry high venue, which a lot of venues are leading towards now. So all you get is the space. Here you go. This is your bit of land or this is your room. You do everything yourselves. Um, And that's where I think it's really difficult. Because when you Google like wedding budget is all these templates and stuff. Yeah. And it's not one template can fit everyone either. Because there's so many different things to draw in. There's so many variables. (laughs) Yeah. 100%. And I think what I used to see massively is couples that would come to me that got so excited, they'd got engaged, they'd seen a wedding venue online, they'd gone, they'd booked the venue, but the venue doesn't include catering. They'd then inquired, because what a lot of these venues do is they say you have to have either this caterer or one of these three caterers or whatever. They then go and inquire with the caterer and they're like, oh my God, that's how much my food's going to cost. And then they start chopping it out. Oh, well, we won't do arrival drinks. We won't do canapes. We won't do this. And you're like, you're just basically cutting out all the stuff that people want because you didn't have a, you just booked the venue. You just signed the terms and conditions. You need to make sure that you're inquiring with that catering company and getting a cost before you book. Yeah, because otherwise you're going to compromise on what you actually want. Like the things that you like. I cannot stress enough. This is one thing I have to say, right? I think either welcome drinks or like welcome, like, you know, like canapes, things like Mm -hmm. that. If you're having a long day for your guests, that's like something to eat before, because otherwise they've not eaten, then they're getting like miserable and aggy. And I've been hangry. Hangry. I'm I'm a hangry person, right? So (laughs) maybe I'm just speaking for myself here, but. I've been no, to weddings. <laughs> I've been to weddings, and the, the the day is really long. And then the couple goes off for photos for like two hours. They disappear. Yeah. You're waiting to sit down for the meal. You're like starving, hungry. It's. I know. You know. If you can allow that in your budget, I think it's a really important thing. Hundred percent. And who doesn't love a canapé? I always yeah. say that. I love canapé. Slider. <laughs> the thing is, most people get married at like one, two o'clock, don't they? And that's when lunchtime is. Yeah. So. If you don't want to get if if you don't want to pay for canapes, get married at like three o'clock because then people have their lunch before have their lunch really calm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Honestly, if you're not going to have canapes as well, please expect if you're at a church, someone will go to McDonald's between the church <laughs> and get into the venue. And if you want to do a group shot, you're going to have to wait for them. Sorry, but oh. it, it, I've seen it happen so many times. Don't you're blame like, them though. Why are people taking so long to get to the venue from the church? Obviously, they've gone to McDonald's. Yeah, cheeky mackies. <laughs> because words got round, you ain't got canopy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. Brilliant. Yeah, it's so I just true. think that's very much my rule of thumb. And if you've gone to see a venue that you love and then you've got a price for your catering and that works out about 50%, you know, say you've got a budget of 40 grand, for example, you've gone to your venue and you're catering and that, that works out around 20 grand lovely yeah then that's that's the sweet spot for you and i just think don't even go and see these venues because the thing is as soon as you walk in that door they've got you because if you love it, it yeah 
you're like, oh, I just really, I've really got to have this, this venue. Place. Yeah, and it is hard. It is hard. And when you're getting excited and stuff, I just think, I always say, you know, make sure you sit down, you look at what you're spending, you look at the contracts. Sometimes venue contracts have got things in them that people then don't realise and they're really disheartened because they wanted fireworks and you can't have fireworks and they want confetti and you couldn't have confetti. You wanted candles, you can't have a lit candle, you know. And then it actually dulls your sparkle a little bit about that venue that you yeah, love so much. Yeah, sort of like you start seeing it. all these things that you can't have. Yeah. And I think as well, it's a really good idea. Even if you are really set on a venue, go away and just take your time. 100%. Look at some others. Partner. Yeah, mm-hmm. look at some others. Get some good, you know, variety to have a look at. Compare them. Compare what you can and can't have from each one, the pros and cons. But again, you know, you don't want to go steaming in, booking a venue, coming away, like you say, looking through the fine print, and there's all these things that you then can't have. And yeah. then you're actually going to end up spending more money because it didn't include anything that you assumed it did. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it doesn't include the linen, for example. Yeah. yeah. And chairs. And I think, yeah, chairs. <laughs> yeah, big one. And I think just, you know, the other pl- the way that really people really go wrong is so you've got that 50%, you've got 50% of your budget left, is that people don't look sit down and talk about what their key priorities are so for example you know I had I was had a conversation with someone recently we were talking about a very popular wedding band in the industry oh who that is (laughs) and they said to me Hannah they're so expensive and I said yeah but they're freaking awesome yeah they're so and they're so worth the money (laughs) and I said look you need to work out if that's your priority and you want to have the amazing party this band is going to bring it. They're going to make sure that happens. Yeah. And if you've got the kind of guests that are going to want to party hard, put your money into that budget. You know, put your budget into that. Into it, yeah, Whereas exactly. I think some people just go, you know, if you're massive foodies and you want amazing food, put your budget into that. If you want to have the incredible dress, like this, and this is where these budget charts are difficult because, you know, you can say all oh, 5% for the dress, but some people don't really care that much about their dress. No, They're happy to go and have a, you so know, personal, off the it? rack. Yeah, you know, everybody is different. And I think you've got to use that 50% to go, what do we actually care about? And if it is the aesthetic, this is the other thing I say to people, don't be scared, say it's the aesthetic. Don't be scared, sit there and go, I want my wedding to look incredible. That's fine. That's fine. Then put your budget towards making your flowers and your linen and everything look insane. That's it. I think you've definitely got to sit down and and just get out what is important to you. Yeah. What the what the most important part of the day is for you or different parts and then what was important for you do you think oh that's a good question i'll be honest (laughs) they didn't talk about it (laughs) (laughs) it was obviously the flowers no yeah well it was yeah it was it was for me it was the aesthetics um be honest Mm. about that like that and um i wanted to have good food as well because i think it's really important um but yeah, to be honest, when we started planning, looking for venues and things, for me, it was more about how it would look. I yeah. had an idea in, we, we both had an idea in our minds of what we wanted. So we set out to find that and then we yeah. sort of built our budget based on our venue and the look and the aesthetics being like the biggest part of that. Mm-hmm. And then... You wanted the wow, you wanted people to rock yeah. up and be like, wow, this yeah. looks immense. Definitely. Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> Yeah, why not? What about you? Lovely. What's your... I would probably say the aesthetic a little bit. I wasn't yeah. that bothered about, like... 
not that I'm not bothered about my dress. Obviously, I want to look amazing, but I wasn't like, I need to have this set designer or anything like that. No, I, I was really open-minded with my dress. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm happy to have a look, try some stuff on. No, no, I don't want to spend ridiculous amounts on my dress. Like, that, that was just me. Yeah. I'm not massively fussed by food as long as everyone's fed and, and they enjoy it. That's why I've gone for a barbecue, because everyone loves a barbecue. Yeah. I'm not bothered by having this kind of silver service sat down meal. That's not what I wanted. I wanted it really chilled for me is the vibe of the yeah. day is what's important. So, for example, we have put into budget into, I've got a singer on my drinks reception, we've got a pianist during the barbecue, we've got a band in the evening. So I would say music's quite key for us. Like, yeah, we both love like music, <laughs> yeah, entertainment. I just want people to be entertained and, and stuff. Really, I really I tried to put myself into my guest shoes. So when I was thinking about my wedding, I used to like imagine how, like literally from the moment they walked in, like how their experience would be for the day. Yeah. So I'm quite, because I'm quite creative, I I just, I really wanted it to be about the, like, the guest experience as well. Yeah. I wanted them to have like the best time and that's what makes me feel fulfilled and happy. Mm-hmm. That's just how I am. So when I was like, thinking through the plan of the day, that's how I kind of prioritise certain things. I wanted them to make, sh- like, make sure they weren't hungry. So we did like canapes and welcome drinks. So they're never getting bored. And we did like a yeah. bit of music while people were waiting. And just so there wasn't yeah, too much nice. filler time where there was nothing yeah. going on. It's important, isn't it? And I think, yeah, it all leads back to what we said is sitting down and having these conversations. One thing I would say, I know I'm a planner. So people <laughs> will be like, oh, you're just saying it. But I would say that if you can just invest into one session with a planner right at the very start to sit down and go right we've got x amount to spend can you help us split it down to put yeah. our budget together then that will literally be priceless because it's worth the money definitely 100 percent. and to do a power hour session is honestly not as much money as you would think it would be it really honestly just get that to sit down like when if somebody came to me and said can i do a power hour i would sit down i'd get their budget i'd split it all down they would go away with the spreadsheet of what they can spend in each area they'd go away with a wedding plan to you know make sure they're not missing anything during their planning if they want to go and plan it themselves and I just think it's really key because you just you honestly don't know where to start and you can go away and you can inquire with photographers and you know makeup artists and you know all these different things but actually that's a lot of work it is it's a lot of work it's a lot of hours and also the weight that is lifted from your shoulders if you have that help to start with yeah and it's actually going to make you more efficient at planning your wedding 100% because then if you know oh I've got three grand spend on a photographer when you're looking for photographers you you know when you go in on most have on their website their kind of from price or what their package of prices are then you're not going to inquire with someone that's that's too expensive or when you contact them if they haven't got prices you can say this is my budget I also really like it when suppliers are transparent with their pricing so important also especially i find with photographers it's nice you go on the website and they literally will have their packages outlined and the price i think it's a bit good because it saves you if you are looking around for a few if price is obviously what's guiding you and choosing somebody it stops you from you know having to go through and inquire lots of people and perhaps maybe like wasting their time or get them to do you a personalized quote yeah i think kind of narrows it down with what i do because everything is so bespoke it is very hard i do have a price list and a guide that I send out which will give people a sort of starting price but because everything is so different it's hard but I always try to be so transparent with couples just because it helps them so much and it actually saves me time 
100%. So they're not sort of yeah, like, getting back to me. Don't inquire of me if you can't afford me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know a lot of florists that have a, like a minimum spend. Um, and I, I, you know, and again, you're going to have couples going to come to you. They're going to see on your website you have a minimum spend. So if they, if they can't afford that then they're not yeah you know, that's not in their budget then. yeah and then they don't have to feel awkward about you know inquiring and getting a quote exactly yeah 100 percent. and what i also say is just make sure you include everything in your budget there's so much stuff oh, that people my miss goodness. yeah absolutely it's all these what do you feel things. like you missed what were the things that you uh, thought oh no i haven't thought about buying that yeah i remember so... when we was in the dress shop i came to you for, to try on your dress at one point and wasn't there like was it like shoes or something that you added and afterwards you're like oh god i can't believe i just spent all that oh yeah so like the accessories so like your veil yeah, shoes it. um some like what else yeah. did you get some like hair bits and stuff i didn't think you? so you were just like yeah i had a flower crown uh, not flower crown i didn't have a flower crown no <laughs> i had no. a like a headband but but yeah i sort of went in and was like yeah this had that and i was like oh my god how much money have I spent? <laughs> yeah, oops, spending up with that on the spreadsheet. I think, do you know what? The one thing, and I spoke with Richard about this, is it was our, so we actually hired in our cutlery, our charger plates, yeah. glasses, and it was a bit bit of a last minute kind of decision. It was very last minute, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was getting quite particular about the fact that I didn't want to have silver because everything was gold. Yeah, like, you can't mix. colour. <laughs> Big so bad, tip it? right now. No, it doesn't. If you're going to have gold, go gold. If you're going to have silver, go silver. Yeah. I cannot stand it when people have like a gold, a beautiful gold rim charger plate and then they've got silver yeah, cutlery sorry, next to I it. Yeah, sorry, I cannot. Or the flowers, <laughs> the stands or like the, the bud vases or the candle holders are like silver and then all gold and then the cutlery is silver. Like, no, no do not mix big metals. No, big no. Never mix a metal. <laughs> Top tip. <laughs> absolutely so yeah so that was sort of a last minute kind of spend for us and we hadn't budgeted for that but I felt like it was important little things like that also as well one thing I think is important is wedding insurance I know that's so boring to say but it's us talking about budgeting insurance today sorry guys it's important though but we realize this is very boring (laughs) get wedding insurance though it's important it's a, it's an extra spend i think it's like up to sort of 150 pounds depending on yeah, and it's hard to get budget. now and if your budget is over 50 to 80k then you can't get it mm. you can only get it well you could get it for the first 50k but if you're spending like 250k then it's not really gonna touch sides is uh, it not really. since covid covid yeah. killed wedding insurance don't really understand why but well i suppose because mm. they had to pay out so much money because the wedding industry was hugely affected, everyone was being cancelled left right and center literally <laughs> but yeah i think 100 percent like putting everything in like bridesmaids gifts and like things like if yeah. you want like a honeymoon outfit you know like the wifey and bridey jumpers and all stuff like that all those Hindus. little personalized things yeah yeah you can do and stag do if like your if your friends aren't covering it you need to make sure because that's like quite if you're going away and you're spending three four hundred quid on a weekend away like where are you going to get that money from yeah yeah you need to all these things i spent as well with your honeymoon are you including your honeymoon in your yep. budget 100 um, that's that's huge that's a lot of money so i think if you if you're not um perhaps you want to spend time saving for that and go a bit later some people do like a mini moon they go away for a few days afterwards yeah and then they'll wait a year and then they'll go and do the big holiday you know what, I think that's quite nice as well because it kind of elongates yeah. these celebrations. Something to look forward it? to. Yeah, and also most people in the UK get married. You know, it's the most popular time to get married is like June, July, August. Well, anywhere that you go in the world that's not in Europe at that time of year is disgustingly hot. It's the height of the season, yeah. 
literally so i think yeah it's just another thing to think about it's honeymoon but yeah definitely I, that actually to be fair the bridesmaids gifts and things like that hadn't i hadn't budgeted for so i yeah. i went and got like little personalized like little glasses for like the mm-hmm. in the morning while we're getting ready and the robes yeah like dressing gowns and pajamas i just all wanted it to all be like that and yeah i think that was all money that i hadn't even thought of so it all mm. and it all adds up i mean probably spent about really 300 does. pounds and things like that roughly yeah. just it is expensive yeah. so i think all of these things that obviously if you go online and you look up what's a wedding budget and they give you like you say so your big half 50 percent of your budget is going to be your that is quite realistic though your venue yeah. the other 50 percent it's hard to break it down into you know this much on that yeah you know you've got to see what, what you prioritize yeah like you say what what you prioritize and also all these other little extra bits just make sure yeah. you allow for them if you want them and you know you're gonna be like oh i should have got my bridesmaids or something to say thank you allow it into your budget yeah exactly awesome shall we move on to the listeners questions yeah cool do you want to do the first one yeah so i think the first one we've got, someone's asked, I've been engaged for a while now, I just don't know where to start. So I, I do feel like we've covered that quite well today. Basically, yeah, budget. your budget. There you go. Sit down, <laughs> yeah. Have a conversation with your other half about your budget. Think about where all your money's coming from and be realistic. Um, There's no over point, budget, if Over anything. budget, definitely. Yeah. And I think I would say, once you've got your budget down, is probably look at venues hundred percent yeah well no i always say no still sit down have a conversation about how you i always say sit down close your eyes and think about how you want your day to look you know visualize it almost like where are you in your marquee are you outside yeah is it yeah is it a summer wedding is it a winter wedding like again people don't have these conversations they just start looking at local wedding venues but do you want a barn do you want a marquee do you want a stately home like really deciding what it is that you want yeah. i also think and location enjoy being engaged for a little bit like people are just like <laughs> boom Jumping i'm getting married it. right and then they just get stressed and overwhelmed delete pinterest <laughs> delete instagram <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, anymore. yeah because you just get overwhelmed that's what i would say yeah start with budget start with deciding where you want to go and then yeah start start looking at your venues once you have a clear idea of what you want to spend and what you actually want Cool, should we move on to the next question? Yep. So this is more probably, I think it came from a supplier. Where does your, most of your work come from? Where does most of yours come from? Here? Do you know what? A lot of my work comes through word of mouth. I know it's quite old school, but yeah. it is. That and Instagram, I get a lot of work through Instagram where I post and then it's say if I've tagged a venue. So one a venue I work at quite a lot, if I put up pictures of work I've done there, tag them in it. Generally, if you're getting married there and you can see where they've, who's tagged them yeah yeah well this is a great (laughs) this is great for people when they're looking so if you're looking for your suppliers right now and so if look at your venue location so you can actually check the location tag and then you can see everybody that's tagged that venue in it and then they would have worked there before i mean i don't think it's necessary to use the same suppliers of where who have been there before you can use supply because it just means that your wedding looks different somebody else's but it is a good way of finding people yeah, Definitely. I mean, I, I used Instagram a lot when I was looking for yeah. suppliers. So that's yeah. how I always think, well, if I did it, then yeah. I think if that's the it's way now, way. then that's 100%. probably where I should be advertising. But yeah, so I would say Instagram yeah. is a big portion. And then word of mouth, I get a lot of people who've got married and then their sisters maybe got engaged or a friend or someone's yeah. come to a wedding, they've seen the flowers. 
it kind of works like that a bit for me but yeah, yeah. what about you mine's mainly my website because i feel like a wedding planner is one of the first things you look for yeah so you'd probably just google like wedding planner and people will then find me via my website also word of mouth recommendations i'm a, re- a recommended planner at quite a few different venues or wherever couples have used me or they might have given you know, me a testimonial and someone who's seen it so yeah i would say like they're pretty much the key ones um, and I do think word of mouth is huge and I do think it is good to chat around and say to you know your friends and family well, who did you use and I think it's nice because having like a personal recommendation is gold isn't it really yeah because if they've had a good experience probably quite highly likely you can have a good experience exactly and it's um it's like an honest review <laughs> you yeah know, you're not trusting what's been written on some website yeah. it's actually someone's really been there and done They're, it so. yeah exactly experienced it i would say mine is very dependent on the step on the, the where they're at so yeah. if it's that they want a full plan and they've, they've just got engaged probably my website if it's that they have booked their venue they've started booking their suppliers and they've realized actually this is ridiculously time consuming because finding suppliers is so time consuming getting all the different quotes sorting through them deciding you know looking at their work looking at their style it's honestly the work that is involved in it is ridiculous. So I feel like a lot of people do that. They start and they're like, yeah, I can't do this on my own. Yeah. This is not then for they me. go and look for someone. <laughs> yeah. And normally that then comes from like recommendation, either from one of their suppliers. They've said, I'm so stressed. Like I need to get someone to help. And one of their suppliers will say, oh, well, I know Hannah. Yeah. Go and have a chat with her. And then if it's an on the day management, so they're planning themselves again, normally my website, a wedding directory or the venue. Yeah. yeah see having had obviously you helped us with our planning for our wedding yeah having had that help I honestly it was invaluable it really was yeah, I felt like that was the stage you got to wasn't it you did a lot yourself and then yeah. you were like oh, I need help with yeah. like, these final final <laughs> suppliers final community it's the communication isn't it because if you went most people end up with kind of between like 10 and 20 suppliers at their wedding they're all asking you the same questions. So you have to go back to them and confirm it. Or whereas with me as a planner, they all get a copy of the wedding plan. If they want to ask me questions, they can all ask me questions. They haven't got to go to you. I feel like it just saves so much ag for it you does. around your normal lives. And it also makes your day run, I feel, much more smoothly. Um, yeah. I feel like it takes a big weight off of you. And you're not being asked all the questions it just yeah. I just felt that it it honestly the day seemed to run seamlessly for us and I felt that that was oh, to do with you <laughs> if you'd like to insert another plug here for yourself <laughs> little advertisement oh, dear. Oh, dear. but yeah I'd say that's my yeah word of <laughs> my if people say in like oh it really helped yeah yeah Fab, I think that's us for today, isn't it? I think so. I think, we've co- I think do you know what? We've covered budget well. I didn't want it to be too boring. Yeah. I'm sorry I mentioned the wedding insurance, but I do feel like it's so <laughs> It's so, we're sorry that we sorry were really I boring said that. today. <laughs> Next time I'm we'll have more six stories. <laughs> yeah, where's the six stories at today? Oh, like, oh. No. no, it's so important. It is really important. It's something we wanted to cover. And it's, to be honest, it's something that we both get asked a lot. It is. So if you've got any other questions about it, let us know. Write in, send us an email. What's the email address, Hayley? Let, let's get you wed podcast at gmail.com. Lovely. You can also DM us. So we've got Let's Get You Wed podcast on Instagram and also on TikTok. Follow us, send us a message. Yeah, subscribe. Please leave us a review so more people can see us and hear about our boring budget streams. <laughs> you know you want to hear them. <laughs> Brilliant. 
and uh, you can also follow us both on Instagram so I'm at Bloomfields Flowers and Hannah you are at Hannah Rose Weddings I think forgot them <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening thank you we'll see you next week see you next week bye have a good rest of your day bye